Hello everyone, and welcome to another Foul Original with me, Foul Original, here on the, the, the 9th, yes, the 9th of October. It is the Weekly Wrestling Recap, episode 154. Tonight, let's talk about last week's ratings and also was Helena Cell a disappointment to the fans or was there something that we can take from this in a good way welcome to the weekly wrestling recap 154 hopefully this will work we're about to find out let's see you for the show if it works didn't fully work so like last time it's probably trying to play in the background um but yes normally think things things happen oh, oh we can try it now we can try it now it's still not working oh well so welcome to the weekly working welcome to the weekly wrestling recap episode 154 um welcome um thank you very much ben um and thanks brian and so, first of all, if you want to help support the channel, you can do that in many ways. You can do that by thumbs upping the video. It really helps me in the algorithm. You can also do that by um, subscribing. Where are we? By subscribing. Um, if you haven't already, I'll find it in a second. Subscribe if you haven't already. Hitting that bell notification to be notified of when I'm going live again. Um, you can follow us on youtube.com slash Wrestling if you listen to the podcast version of it. And of course, this goes live uh, every week uh, on Wednesdays and Sundays, 8 p.m. UK time, 3 p.m. Eastern time. We were preempted on Sunday. That's because I went to go see the Joker. But um, we're back. So tonight, um, let's let's talk about let's talk let's let's talk about last week's ratings. So um, first of all, um, Brian, as you said in the chat, um, Helena Cell was slightly better than I expected, like a good raw. So that's we are going to be talking about that. But I first thought that I'd delve into something that I wanted to talk about on Sunday, um, but I really didn't get the chance to. And um, ever since. Um, obviously ratings are becoming a massive part of the the conversation at the moment i thought it might be quite a good idea to look at ratings in in a different way so of course last week was the debut of all elite wrestling's dynamite and with that we have the new inklings of a wrestling war of a wrestling war and this wrestling war um is different to potentially any wrestling war that has possibly happened before because there are two companies which are on different sides of the aisle this time round. Of course, last time round, when there was a big old wrestling war, we had we, we had the spectre, yes, the spectre of the WCW looming over there. They had the monies, um, they potentially had the the reason and the will to do things, but there was some poor management and there was also some issues which WCW probably couldn't have dealt with at the time. And now that's a much larger conversation. But just bringing it to the four shows that I wanted to talk about. So AEW Dynamite last week did a rating of over a million. 
which is fantastic. Something that I spoke of on the show quite recently was if on a Wednesday night, two million people watch wrestling, then whatever happens, that's a good thing because that number can only get larger with both of those shows now being on cable TV. But the big takeaway from all of this was that AEW scored significantly higher in the in the in the unicorn like the beautiful demographic of the 18 to 40 demographic. So um, because of that, because of that, the um because of that AEW is now seen as a much more attractive show to be looked at by prospective advertisers and of course um prospective sponsorship deals and mainstream appeal now Last week, we had a great episode of NXT on USA um, because of the way that the rating, because of the way that the rights issues work. I don't get to watch that live. I will be doing a live watch along with AEW Dynamite tonight. Um, thank you, Fight TV. Um, but AEW Dynamite last week did a Dynamite rating. Of course, that was the first night that they started. So there is the thought process that it was a really hyped show. It was really, really hyped. And there was, um, there's gonna be drowning out all that. It was really, really hyped. Um, it was, it was a massive show when it came to what, what we all think about with wrestling. It was, it was stacked. There were some surprises. Jake Hager turned up, which was a surprise, which I guess kind of stayed away, but was still the same surprise. And, we got to see a great show. I was not bored whatsoever. It was one o'clock in the goddamn morning over here in the UK, midweek. By that point, I'm normally in bed. Um, and I was just entranced with the whole show. The presentation is familiar, but different enough. And there was definitely a chance to see some of the younger wrestlers, like the first match being Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara um, with a great, storyline progression there um with this um stable of heels that we're going to be talking about later on it was a good show now the ratings showed that that people want to watch it but of course that could have been a blip could have been the first show we don't know what that actually means smackdown smackdown on friday um went out and did almost 4 million viewers for their debut show. Yes, that was helped along with The Rack. Yes, The Rack helped them along. Um, and it was that first hour, which hit the 3.94 million, and then 3.93 million in the, in the second hour. So it dropped a little bit, but not a massive amount, which being people came for The Rock and they stayed for everything else. Part of that, again, might have been the fact that people were advertised The Undertaker and Stone Cold to turn up. So, you know, we don't know what that actually means yet. Of course, people potentially also stayed for that killer main event of Kofi Kingston versus Brock Lesnar but just like the WWE like to do they changed at the last second what could have been a, a more a bigger star making moment for Kofi Kingston and got him killed by Brock Lesnar now that wasn't an issue for me. I liked the show as a whole, did a live watch along for that as well. And again, I was totally engaged the whole way through, um, which I don't always find with WWE programming. So it was booked well, and it definitely took me for a ride. Um, but again, I'd say the quality of that show was quite high for a SmackDown. 
Raw. <laughs> Raw. So Raw last week did um, weird, like, extra stuff happening on the show and, you know, like, the the, the build-up to them going to Friday night on SmackDown, thinking, what are they going to do for this last time? And that did about, um, did about two-ish as well. Nothing massive, but it was this week with that being the season premiere last week as well so obviously a lot of marketing put behind it um, a lot of that marketing being focused on the fiend this week the ratings have dropped four hundred thousand, um which means that people stuck around for that first episode and they were like okay i'm down for it and then people saw the last segment with um with rusev and bobby lashley and lana and thought you know what i might give it a miss next week and then this week, they open with Bobby Lashley and Lana in bed as Rusev just stands in the ring, just furrowing his mustache, furrowing his mustache. It's not his Rusev day at all. But NXT last week did and um, had an amazing show as well. As I said, I didn't watch it live, but I watched it after the fact. Great show absolutely fantastic show and i can't help but think that again quality was high there it was a takeover level show it definitely was and that main event main event at the beginning was fantastic that main event matt riddle versus adam cole baby great half an hour absolutely fantastic half an hour and if you put that up head to head with what aew dynamite did in that same half hour i'd probably say that nxt put on a better wrestling show but AEW put on a more entertaining show which is very interesting to think about but my main question with all of this was are ratings really are ratings the best barometer and the best metric to say if a show is good or not because I don't necessarily think that that is the case I mean a show being good or not isn't always based on how many people are watching. God damn it, I could say that about this show. It doesn't necessarily mean how good the show is. It just means how many people are actually watching the show, which, you know, now with Nielsen's and stuff and with DVR, so we've still got numbers coming in after the fact. It does. It's not always the best representation, which is going to take me on to, before I wrap this up, Something which is going to be very interesting tonight and something which I is, is one of the reasons why I absolutely love wrestling right now. Tonight, there is the potential that AEW Dynamite will be preempted by baseballs. So baseballs is happening. I don't know a lot about baseballs. I just know that baseballs normally comes on TNT. So if the, sh if the baseballs overruns then they will end up not being on at the exact time that they should be going on now this is a live show so a preemption for the for the live crowd i guess they just get to see some more aew dark matches but this could be a really big test for just the second week of All Elite Wrestling. Now, the 18 to that, that, eight, that demographic, the 18 to 40, um, um, 18 to 35, 18 to 40 demographic is traditionally, 
and it obviously is a younger audience. Now, a younger audience these days are not going to sit around and wait um, for it. Well, we don't know, but they're not going to sit around and wait to watch a show, no matter how hardcore they are, if it's going to be live, if it's going to be preempted like that. So would they all stick around and wait to see exactly when the baseballs has ended? Or are they going to be like, hey, I have cable, like I've seen for some people that have been sharing out their TV guide over the internet. Like the USA Network and TNT are just one channel apart. So they might go, well, you know what? I was going to watch some wrestling. I'm going to watch some wrestling anyway. I was going to watch it at 8 o'clock. I'm just going to flick over to USA for a bit, wait for wait for all elite wrestling to start. And they might start off with Walter and Kushida which is a bloody massive match. And just like they did last week, front-loading the show, which is something that people talk about on um, all streaming services and programs these days, you want to front-load. You you want to get the best thing in the beginning. And then people might stick around. But front-loading Walter versus Kashida while there's baseballs happening and your demographic are like, yeah, man, well, you know, like, I'm already half on A through. I'll watch it on DVR. That could be one of the death knells for this wrestling war. That could take away live ratings just like that. And then the quality of the show does not matter because anytime someone says, I'll watch it on DVR, it's not a bad thing for either company, but in what is right now a battle being waged on the only metric that can actually be measured by any real discernible way the ratings this could be a massive night for for wwe and nxt let's just go into what i think so what i think about all this then is um well again it's the excitement that i have from this particular wrestling war is massive like i'm i'm so I am truly excited for every single time that we get to see um, what is two companies, two massive companies trying their darndest to really, truly present a product which we want to watch. Now, of course, in the next segment, I'm going to be talking about Helena Sal and it potentially being a disappointment to fans. But for fan, for the fans that have come out to watch all elite wrestling this wasn't last week's ratings show one thing there were just under a million people that watched nxt the first week that it was on usa and just the rough same amount that watched nxt the next week and then the next week roughly the same amount watched it again but you know what also happened that week a million 1.4 million other people decided hey I'd like to watch wrestling. I haven't watched wrestling for a long time. I'm going to go and check out that All Elite Wrestling thing with Chris Jericho. So there is a place right now for those lapsed fans to come back and things like the things that happened at Hell in a Cell might really... Those 400,000 people that didn't watch Raw this week, maybe they go, hey, I'm going to watch All Elite Wrestling. But that is not the metric for the quality of the show. And what I wanted to kind of say was that I don't think that that is the only metric we can really measure any of this by. But I feel like the focus on the ratings is going to 
be an interesting proposition, but it's also probably one of the only ways that the mainstream me mainstream media, like the varieties and those kind of companies, are able to talk about wrestling in a serious fashion. But to kind of close this with is the WWE last week put out a press release and this is why I wanted to talk about it and it all came from it. They put out a press release after All Elite Wrestling's debut and they said, good job, good job, um, good, good job. And it's, it's, it's not a, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Oh, Rob Van Dost. And um, that just goes to show that to the WWE, the ratings truly are the only metric that they can they can they can really really measure themselves by and they're coming up a little bit short at the moment but again it doesn't negate the quality of the product so i want to talk about ratings and of course ratings are going to be part of the conversation i'm guessing every single week at some point but of course there are external factors like tonight's baseballs and um it will be it, it, it's just going to be a very interesting few months and i just hope that everybody has a good time <laughs> everybody has a good time um but that's just what i think this is what i think so let's as i said let's let's look at more than just the ratings let's look at more than just the ratings because um, there is so much more to to look at if you want to help support the channel, you can do that in many ways. You can do that by thumbs up in the video. It really helps me in the algorithm. You can also do that by going to a little-known website. I may have mentioned it before. And that little-known website is called avowaloriginal.com. If you go to avowaloriginal.com, you will see my big old bird face. See my big old bird face. You can go ahead and click support the channel. Click support the channel. Take you to two options to donate, but you can be a patron if you donate. But it will take you to a PayPal donation page. Once you get the, you can go ahead and say, I don't know, give me five dollars, take the box, say with everyone, and maybe someone to donation helps more content on the Rexas Fire Originals Weekly Wrestling Recap Fire Originals Removed Wrestling and all the other bits and bobs on do's on the internets. And always do that live. And I feel like when I can't, that might be the time to stop showing it but um if you're listening um on the podcast thank you very much for joining why not think about giving me five stars on itunes that would be nice that'd be cool and of course you can find this podcast on um spotify and all different places search for file original podcast or go to my link tree link dot e slash file original and if you're listening of course you can go to youtube.com slash file original wrestling as well i don't know if enough of those plugs the second story for today is, I guess, another story that people have been... And, and I was in two minds as to whether I had to put this story in, but Helena Sale, hmm? Yes. So I did a... Uh, I do what occurred after the shows now, which I guess is like a quick review-style show. But in my what occurred for Helena Sale, I, um, I had to go to sleep directly after the show because I didn't feel it would have been right for me to talk about it. I was, I was, I was really pissed. I, I, I was, I was really pissed off because it was such a good show in so many other ways. And I remember just thinking, did you have to, did, 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 did you have to? But what I'd like to do is look at some of the really, really, really like unexpected positives that came from this show. And so 
first of all, major positive was that bloody Hellenist. That that's that match at the beginning. Let me. Let, you know what? I might as well just take you take you to take you to what went down. Let's uh, yeah. Let's switch into it actually. Let's take it to a change of venue over here. Um, not that change of venue. That's that's the wrong change of venue for you people that are not watching. So obviously, on the watch alongs, I like to try and produce themed themed pay per view things, even though the WWE don't screw you. Um, actually, Hell in the Cell um, wasn't slightly better. It was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Indeed. But what I wanted to do was this match. Let's just go through the matches that were announced and we'll talk about them. So obviously this match in particular is the one that's probably like pissed off most people, which is Universal Hell in the Cell match, which yes, what, but I'm not going to start with that because when I spoke about this to begin with, I, I started this match and I feel like it wasn't the best. But from that night, I'd like to pick out some positives. So from that night, first of all, and I feel like this is a big positive and I don't know what everyone else thinks, but this match, Natalia versus, um, Natalia versus Lacey Evans, I thought was great. I thought it was a good match. Lacey Evans botched a few times but that's Lacey Evans she's learning at least Natalia is getting the win and Natalia got the win and then she kind of punched her afterwards like the woman's right and they had this last woman standing match and I think it was a good feud I think that Natalia was the best person for Lacey Evans to go up against and I thought it was an actually a really good match on the kickoff for a night that we had no idea of what matches were going to happen that was a really good match also in really good match territory, one that I think was absolutely spectacular and probably match of the night, in my opinion, definitely of the two Hell in a Cell matches, it was the better one, was this match, the Hell in a Cell women's, uh, Raw Women's Championship match, which was inventive. Um, I'd never seen that spot before where they had Sasha Banks on the chair sat up with the kendo sticks and some very inventive things done in that match absolute brutality the finale with the exploder suplex onto the onto the chairs all set up it looked vicious it looked painful it looked like a hell in a cell match and I think this without any kind of stupid red glare or anything was a really good match and I do want to try and focus on the positives from Hell in a Cell because a lot of fan backlash has come from how crap the main event was. But um, also, I want to give some major props to this match, which I didn't think was going to be any better. This is a Tornado tag team match between um, Daniel Bryan and... Sorry, we're teaming up Daniel Bryan and um, Roman Reigns against Eric Rowan and Luke Harper. Fantastic match, absolutely spectacular. The teaming and the pairing of Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns, I'm really down for it. I would like to see this on a regular basis. I think that it's the best place for him. I think that it would be great if they went on a run to kind of take those tag team titles and maybe make them just mean something, mean anything. But I thought that they were a great tag team and that finishing combination that they had at the end with the running knee into the Superman punch on half, I thought it was great. And again, a really big positive to take away from this night. I also, of course, bias rears its ugly head, but I was so down for this woman's tag team match where we had my girl Asuka and Kyrie Sane defeat 
Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross to become the new women's tag team champions. And then not just with that, but to turn heel in that match to pull off a green mist spot, which I haven't seen a green mist spot in the WWE for a very long time. And I'm always down for the green mist thing. And also during that match, we got to see them turn heel. And afterwards, they're speaking Japanese. Like, I was like, lessons have been learned from NXT. Lessons have been learned from NXT. And yes, the Kabuki Warriors killed it. They absolutely killed it. And it was exactly what they needed to do. Yes, they, I, I, I still think that the pairing with Paige could have worked, but obviously that did not work. And this is so much better. They came out on Raw this week, speaking in purely Japanese. And you could tell that, especially Oscar, of both of them, yeah, Oscar was the one that was really having so much fun being an absolute heel. And as many people have said on Twitter, and I would say as well, you don't always always need to hear the language of someone especially in a performance like wrestling to know what they're talking about i mean new japan pro wrestling literally build built their whole company on the fact that foreign foreign people were watching their show and didn't understand the language until potentially after they'd seen the show but they were still invested in the emotion. And I thought that that was great. And them going up potentially against Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, maybe slipping Oscar back in to the title picture and giving her something to do, maybe building that team with Io Shirai. And now that they're the women's tag team champions, they can pretty much go to NXT, hang out with Io Shirai. I already love this. I mean, I'm already down for this. Like they could, they could be there. They could be there this Wednesday and we could see the NXT Oscar come back out and she's been a heel everywhere else. So I love it. Now, as Brian says in the chat, Paige will be back with them when she's recovering from a surgery. But again, even if Paige was back with them, I think that it wouldn't matter. I think that Paige could maybe be the mouthpiece every now and then. But I like the fact that Oscar and Kyrie Sane were given a chance to go out there and just perform their promo in Japanese in front of a mainstream TV audience. Obviously, Oscar, Io Shirai have already done that within NXT, within that walled garden, but they've never done it there. So again, another absolute positive from that show a great show. like and that's what i mean i don't want to just be bogged down in that but of course we do have to speak about that so of all the matches on the night i mean i want to give some special mentions to randy orton versus Ali. i thought that was a great match as well but of all the matches on the night this match closed the show now, bathed in the red glow of disappointment was this match. And I was, I don't really have a problem with the finish, which is controversial. I don't have a problem with the finish. I do have the problem, however, with the fact that this finish happened in Hell in a Cell. And I don't like a Hell in a Cell where the finish is like a referee stoppage or a DQ or some crap like that, because otherwise it's not hell in a cell. It's, you know, like places adjacent to hell in a cell, because if this is hell in a cell, then what it should be is no surrender, no nothing. It should be that whatever happens, 
the match continues until the other person, you know, can't get back up. If it was a count out, if the ref did a 10 count and then literally the second it hit like 11, Bray Wyatt sat up and he's all like, screw you, mate, showed you and stuff. Because otherwise it does two things. One, we could hear the crowd throughout that match getting more and more pissed off because in their mind, the Fiend needed to win. And I said this during the watch along, the Fiend needs to win because otherwise this is just another failed Wyatt experiment. My my opinion. Now, I love what Bray Wyatt's done with this. I absolutely love the creative freedom that he's been given and I love the character that's been created. But if you're going to build up a credible villain to the point where he's gone around mandible clawing everyone and then Seth Rollins comes along and tries to burn it down, but doesn't actually burn it down because like the ref has to stop it because Bray Wyatt was in danger. Like it's uh, even looking at the stuff that they've said now with the referee come out and said, well, I was worried about the safety. Why are you worried about the safety of a supernatural character? Like, if it was the other way round, then yeah, maybe. If it was like, this match has been stopped due to referee stoppage because the Fiend has gone crazy, and then he didn't win the championship, I think that the crowd would have probably been cool with that. I think that the crowd would have been like, all right, yeah, he's taken it too far. But if Seth Rollins has taken it too far, yeah, it was interesting as a story beat to see where Seth Rollins had got taken it too far. And because he'd taken it too far, like it's changed him. And maybe he could slowly become heelish over time. Kind of what they were trying to do with Cena and Kane back during the embrace the hate period. But other than that, all I saw was that this was an offensive to a crowd who afterwards stuck around because the because the whole of the show ended earlier as well adrian brown how the hell you doing you worried about the safety of someone who's been terrible exactly adrian this is the whole point mate big big shout out to adrian brown big friend of the show like it's crazy why why would you even think about this here this isn't what you should be saying this isn't where the ref should be going maybe if the ref had been knocked out by seth rollins like and all that stuff but after everything we've seen on the night from a company which can't show blood anymore it just felt a bit cheap and then like to add insult to injury then the fiend sits up then he starts beating down seth then he puts him in the mandible claw and then the the show ends which probably could have worked but the crowd were booing the hell out of it. The crowd were all chanting for AEW and the crowd were all chanting for a refund. So all in all, it was just stupid. It was a stupid finish. And I think the stupidest part of it was, was that we all knew that this was an option as a finish because they put it in a poll and putting it in that poll and then the worst thing was was that everyone voted so if it ever went down they could say well you all voted for this so now yeah we're left in a situation where the wwe were listening to the fans but maybe they were listening to the wrong fans i don't know i don't know but what i wanted to say was as i've said with the original is that let's look at some of the positives there's so much wrestling about at the moment so First of all, positive of this was we've got new women's tag team champions. We've got Oscar and Kari Sane um, 
Elod Vance, hey, foul, send Apollo Crews to NXT and take Cesaro back there too. Mm, that could work. That could work. Um, but, uh, but yeah, very, very, very weird pay-per-view. And then obviously the Raw show after, we did not even see Seth Rollins. The Fiend appeared in a dark segment and they said that The Fiend was injured, which is again silly. What, again, I think that there's a lot of fantasy booking that could happen around this. And for me... Like, if that's how it was going to go down, the next night you have The Fiend, Firefly Funhouse. You have him in the Firefly Funhouse with, like, hilarious, like, bandages on his head and stuff as Bray Wyatt and go, I don't know what happened last night, but I've got some boo-boos. You know, you could have literally done something with it, but no. We open with Lana and Bobby Lashley in bed together because that's that's going to put some butts in suits. But, uh, but yeah... I think that it disappointed the fans for many reasons, but I think that one reason that it truly, truly offended fans was that we thought that this was a time for a change and the status quo has remained. And that's just what I think, really. That's just what I think. Anyway, um... If you want to help support the channel, you can do that in many ways. You can do that by thumbs upping the video. It really helps me in the algorithm. You can also do that by subscribing if you haven't already. Where, where the hell are we? By subscribing. I'm losing all of my elements. There we go. Subscribing if you haven't already. Um, if you're listening on the podcast, then you can subscribe hit the bell notification um if you listen on the podcast you can check me out live on a wednesday and sunday um on youtube.com slash file original wrestling we also do live watch alongs and also that kind of stuff and that's 8 p.m uk time 5 p.m 3 p.m eastern every wednesday and sunday show was preempted this last week but that's because i was out watching the joker film um so i would like to take you into because obviously there's a hell of a lot of it this week and i didn't haven't really get a chance to do this before for a while which is let's go into this week's replay this if i'm even am i even ready for it no that's not it is this oh yeah we can let's go into this week's replay this Welcome to replay this. So um, this week, yeah, awesome stuff happening as usual. So first of all, I wanted to say, um, and I and I think I was just say this all the time, but big big shout out to to Fight.tv. Thank you Fight.tv because thanks to Fight.tv tonight we're going to be doing a watch along. Obviously, if you want to get involved with giveaways, which are available on um, Foul Originals Twitter, which is at foul underscore original if you're having a little listen and um tonight we're gonna do a little watch along for for this thing for um very well thank you it's it's real wrestling podcast so tonight we're gonna be doing a live stream watch along for aew's dynam dynamite episode two and um, that's gonna be happening tonight at 12 30 a.m my time so like 7 30 p.m Eastern. I've decided that I want to do these watch alongs. I think they're quite fun and um, I'm getting a chance to witness history. And of course, thank you to fight.tv. If you want to get involved and you're in the UK and Ireland, check out foul underscore original on Twitter and you'll be able to find uh, ways to get it's going to be a weekly thing and also on remote wrestling where you can get a free episode of AEW's Dynamite with fight.tv. 
so that's first up. Um, I'd also, um, as I tried to do this last time, but it didn't really seem to work, is do a do a big shout out to all the people that actually, and that that does include um, does include Adrian there actually, to all the people that got involved with um, with my pod with my podcast thread. See if I can find it. Um, and it was it's one of my one of my hundreds of messages for go down um, because this week oh actually I'd like to give a big shout out to this dude yeah first of all because this dude is producing some amazing wrestling content and I've recorded a podcast with him which I haven't even had a chance to put out and I apologetic but this dude Tony Lucha Arcadia he is an absolute gentlemanly gentleman he is um he's so awesome um had a chance to talk to him a few weeks ago and i still haven't cut his podcast again i'm so sorry Tony. but he's really good he's doing live streams of um all of his wrestling video game collection which he started when he was eight years old so he's got like everything um all the mainline wwf stuff he recently played um a wwf game which was on the commodore 64 didn't even know existed um that's crazy and he's a really nice guy uh, he does live chill streams as well and um he's got really good content and i would just definitely i just really say go check him out at lucha arcade and you can also check him out um, on his youtube channel which is just fantastic and he's always doing give like he's doing a giveaway at the moment for no mercy on the N64 sealed. That's the kind of guy he is. Um, and big shout out to Tony. Big, big shout out. Um, also, um, if we're just going through my going through my profile, why not? Um, we also have, I would say, check out if you can get involved in this, um, in this uh this poll as well, squared circle countdown. Um and um dits, dits on wrestling great guy dits on wrestling of course adrian brand has a podcast as well i would definitely suggest you go check that out um but dits on wrestling great guy i need to collab with this dude just not have had not have not a lot have not had the time um he's on my list and he and he's in plymouth it's awesome also of course people that were left over from the brain busted liquidation um who already were amazing podcasters in their own right jpq big paws on a pup um him and the, um, him and the queen queen and pup connection um they've got some interviews that they're still bringing out that they recorded and they're still doing because they're still awesome together and also big big shout out to levi and uh, kyle from the ruthless aggression pod who are putting out one of my favorite wrestlers of all time mate nathan jones nathan jones um and they talk about his career and um it's uh it's nathan jones it's great and of course check out um epw everything pro wrestling for um for all for all of that stuff as well um because uh, because it's great stuff it's absolutely fan fantastic stuff uh, and am i ready for AEW? yeah baby now i've said this to a lot of people before i'm going to be trying to open up my collab like time a little bit more i have a few people that i've already kind of booked for the next few weeks but if you want to collab hit me up i'm i'm a little bit more open at the moment and i would love to I would love to. I'd love to appear on yours, or you can try to figure out how we'll appear on mine. But I'm opening up the time a little bit more for you folks. And Queen of Any, someone as well, amazing podcaster um, that I really suggest you listen to. And um, 
yeah and josh of course josh josh has recently done an interview with tony from lucha arcade and i'd say go and check him out on at josh robinson double um and he's going to be starting to do video casts on friday with wrestling revo i'm very excited about this I'm very excited. He's he's jumping in on my territory, and I'm so excited about the competition. I love it. Um, so so yeah, it's not my territory. It's everybody's territory. But I'm really really glad that he's going to start bringing a video element to it because that guy is such a bloody sweetheart. He's such a bloody sweetheart, and he's just so animated. I just love to see like how angry he's going to get during a wrestling revo show. Um, and those are all my um, my replay this is for this week other than of course NWA NWA Power has started I haven't had a chance to watch it yet I'm going to watch that after this and AEW's Dark Dark matches which are available all for free now on YouTube so if you want to get some of that wrestling itch scratched on a Tuesday AEW After Dark is there for you and of course NWA Power an hour long in studio show which I'm really excited to see I'm really excited to see it um but yeah that's all for replay this this week really um because because yes that's replay this <laughs> and of course this whole show is available as a podcast anywhere you get podcasts that's Spotify and all those different places as well um and i'd also actually before i go i wanted to give a shout out to someone who is going to be stop producing a podcast soon um and i hope that they get a chance to put that out really soon because they're a lot better than they think and uh i always urge people to try this stuff out because it's fun as all hail so if you want to help support the channel thumbs up etc now um i wanted to go into moments of flair this week and I do have a few, but I wanted to try and, as I said, like keep the positivity train rolling because um, there is so many divisions within the wrestling community at the moment that I don't feel like it's a good idea to increase those divisions whatsoever. But um, there are so many divisions for absolutely, like in my opinion, no reason. Um, of course, th th people will have reasons for those divisions, um, and but tribalism kind of hurts us as fans, and I think that it's better to to look at the whole picture and that there's wrestling for everyone no matter what kind of wrestling you like and look at it on that at that point of view from that point of view um now if i let's see this looks like a moment of flair um oh these are stuff that I had left over from sunday when i didn't do the show um so i think it might be this one um, yes, I'd like to leave you with this. So instead of going into Moments of Flair, and instead of being all negative, negative Nancy, um, there are so many bits of news this week um, that I will probably cover a little bit more on Sunday. I'm going to be working on my schedule and maybe changing it around a little bit. I know other podcasters are doing it, but I love having a Wednesday show. Um, I love kind of having that hump day show. For me especially, it helps me get over the week, something to look forward to. Um, and I think I'll kind of keep with this release schedule. But... And finally, last week, of course, um, Fox were um, in the hisse as the WWE went to Fox on a Friday night. And before the show ended um, and the Firefly Funhouse happened, there was an image that has kind of been going around the Internet massively. And that image is this image. This is 
the Fox executives front row who are watching the show live. And as the Firefly Funhouse segment came on, you can just look from left to right of the people who are entertained and the people who are like, what the hell did we just buy? I mean, I pay special attention to the guy third from the left who's like, I really, really wish I was still presenting Sunset Beach. <laughs> I wish I wish we were still producing um, something really, really scandalous because this is too adult even for us. And um, you can see that guy all the way further to the right, the guy that looks kind of like James Gunn. He is having time of his life time of his life but it's it's like it's like a it's like a sliding scale of like how how entertained they were you go from the left to i can't watch this to the right or it's like yeah yeah i i know that guy i know that guy i know that guy but um but that's it for this week um as i said if you want to help support the channel you listen to this on the podcast um you can pick this up all podcasts ways um i do a Thank you very much. I do a live show tonight, which will be a watch along, which will be happening at um, half an hour before the show starts, maybe 15 minutes before. Check that out on my Twitter at foul underscore original. And also I will be live on Sunday, 8 p.m. UK time, 3 p.m. Eastern. If you want to get yourself a free copy of um, AEW's Dynamite tonight, thanks to fight.tv, make sure you go and check out my Twitters, which is at foul underscore original. Big thank you to fight.tv who are producing, presenting this every single week for you the foul original watchers and the foul original twitterers and um you can also check that out on remote wrestling where we delve into what else wrestles with your remote so on that note this and yes i can see everyone's talking about the money it's all about the money uh this has been foul original thanks for watching see you next time and join us next join us later on tonight or next time for the weekly wrestling recap if you're listening thank you so much to everyone for joining um as ever um it's uh it's been a long week and you guys are like the the lifeblood that keeps giving roh reference Thanks for listening to the show, and if you'd like to hear more, then feel free to follow me here on the podcast ways. Also, you can check me out on youtube.com slash foulorigineralwrestling for the weekly wrestling recap, which happens every Wednesday and Sunday live on YouTube, 8pm GMT. This has been a Foul Original Podcast. Thanks for listening. Hear you next time.